All right, welcome back to another episode of Table Talks, where deeper conversations are something highly sought after, but rarely explored. And I have with me, as always, my lovely co-host, Alyssa. Hi, Snow Angels. How are you this week, love? Good. I definitely have some decision-making to do this week. Um, I think it's going to be a slow process, but I have a life path to decide. Um, You know, it's never easy to decide if you're coming or going, uh, but that is the choice I have to make. It's definitely new. I never... I don't, I don't, for some reason I don't like moving on. Yeah. Um, it's like bittersweet for me and I really get comfortable and when I'm comfortable somewhere, I like don't want to go. go. But I am currently trying to make a decision for like my own well-being, my future. Um, so I have to make those money moves and figure out what I'm going to be doing. I'm not going to disclose yet because I don't know what my path <laughs> is, but... It's definitely going to be a big life change if I do decide to move forward. Um, do I think it's for the best? Probably. Probably. <laughs> and so, But sometimes that's still so hard to accept. Even if it is for the best, you know it can be for the best, but making that decision regardless is still hard. Yeah, I just also have a, a big internal clock for this. Yeah, same. Like, <laughs> as soon as like, a couple of years pass, I'm just like, tick, 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 tick. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, oh, okay, I see you. But, like, I actually wasn't planning to go anywhere up until recently. And then um, I got some advice from somebody, and it just really set in concrete, like, right, I should consider doing this. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. But that's my little, it's my side tea. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? How have you been this week? Good. Uh overwhelmed but like nothing new there uh, <laughs> uh just a lot going on and yeah, that's you, it you sent me a snap that got a little late and you were just like ah! i just i was like i literally just need to scream and yell right now okay like i'm sorry i'm like you know and i preface like i always do incoming fucking rant because i gotta go off and i did i just like went off and then i ended it with Thanks for listening. I feel so much better now. I'm going to go. Have a great night. Like <laughs> That's basically how I ended it. And I was just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I think even I saw a TikTok of yours and you were like, I'm practicing patience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is hard. Yeah. It is really hard. Um, but, you know, those are like a few things that I wanted to work on this year was patience not being so judgmental and not making assumptions. Those, I think, are, like, really my three big things this year. Mm. So, what are your 2022 word? What's your word for this year? Oh, God. I still have not picked a word because I don't know. (laughs) I haven't taken time to really sit down and meditate about it. So, middle of January, I really should pick a fucking word, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I haven't made that decision yet, so I'll have to figure it out. I also haven't read my journals yet either, so I can't make that decision until I read 2021's journals. Let's let's leave a blank space. Mm -hmm. Jocelyn's 2022 word of this year is... (laughs) Come back next week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, I don't have a word yet. That's okay. Yeah. You need, it has to, I feel like it has to come naturally. It just has to flow. Yeah. 
And they, Speaking of flow, uh, what are we talking about today? We're talking about cycle syncing and really getting in sync and in the flow with your own body and your own period. Hmm. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I feel like the societal concept is like there is no control or like you're not going with the flow. You're just chaotic. Yeah. And it's so untrue. And I think you can be really chaotic when you don't understand your cycle. Like I don't, I didn't know my cycle until I really started like reading this book and then like doing more research and really like trying to figure out just how to have a better life and understand why some days I'm like absolutely crazy with all this energy and a few days later I'm napping for two hours on the fucking couch (laughs) it's so true I mean I feel like growing up I didn't have it bad when I had first gotten like my period I was just you know just I was going with the flow. I was like, oh, happy Dory, just fine. And then the more I was around other women, I started syncing up with them. Oh, my God, Getting their symptoms. Like, I never had cramps. Mm -hmm. And then I started getting cramps. And I was like, oh, this is awful. But, like, definitely more recently, um, I've been trying to, like, find a good birth control I'm going to stick with. I have had so many ups and downs and just so many mood swings that totally don't feel like me. Mm-hmm. So I would love to know how to sync my ass up to be in the flow. Yeah. Um, and, like, that's why, I like, cycle syncing is really important because you it you shouldn't. And this is something that I found absolutely mind-blowing when I was, like, researching and reading about this is, like, PMS is not something that's natural. It's something that's happening because your hormones and things like that are out of whack. Like, and it comes a lot from the foods we eat, the amount of exercise we're doing, what exercises we're doing, our stress levels. Like, it's a whole compounding of things. It's not just one thing that can help fix this and, like, make it so you don't have PMS. Like, it's just not. And plus, on top of it, there's plenty of, you know, like, endometriosis and things like that Mm -hmm. that are so hard to do that, like, and to sync to make those things enjoyable. Because, like, none of that and, and... PCOS like none of that stuff is enjoyable so and I'm not saying that PMS is like you should never have PMS it's gonna happen it's just a matter of can you prevent it or can you just learn your body well enough to make sure that it's not as awful yeah so like you're more in tune with it yeah exactly okay yeah so where did you learn all this uh a book (laughs) literally it started well actually it started with a girl on TikTok and she posted like a quick video something super short about the fact of like this girl was like oh yeah I do the same thing every day and she was like ew you do the same thing every day and the girl was like well yeah and she's like you shouldn't do the same thing every day and then she started talking about uh follow my page to cycle sync and I was like cycle sync like like my my period and I was like that's a thing I just mean I just thought it came and went I thought that was it (laughs) like I can sync with it does that mean that I can make it come on what day I want (laughs) (laughs) and so like I started to think about that so I like I followed her I started getting like more tips she talked a lot about like what foods to eat and how like sugar caffeine and all that stuff really affects our hormones and I was blown away by that fact see I did know that I know like caffeine is not so great when you're on your period right you should get exercise throwback to that the butt was the Karen keeping of you book from sexual education like that one helped me with those little things but I didn't know that there was such a breakdown and like cycle sinking yeah so like we have four phases 
Four. We're like the fucking moon. That's the the analogy like people use a lot. It's like women are a lot like the moon and men are like the sun because their hormones go in like a 24-hour cycle where ours goes in a 28-day cycle. Wait, you're saying men have a 24-hour cycle? Mm Mm-hmm. And we're on 28? No, 28 days. <laughs> I knew our, like, the cycle was 28 days for us, but I did not know that men were only on a 24. Can you expand on 24 hours for men? So it's their hormones. So like men usually have like really high testosterone in the mornings, and then it starts to like kind of like they transfer, and they end up with like more progesterone like middle of the day, so they kind of start to calm down. They get like a little second bump at like two three o'clock usually after lunch sometime and then everything starts to like fall so they can start to go to sleep yeah we're over here being chaotic (laughs) yeah and but our cycle is basically that way we have like testosterone progesterone estrogen and like some uh lh i'm gonna i'm probably gonna butcher this but lhps i think and then like there's another one i want to i want to say it's D or PHPs and it it's another type of hormone that we have okay um and so we do exactly what men do but over 28 days <laughs> so <laughs> no wonder we'd be looking a little crazy <laughs> right so they're over here like we're synced up with the time of day yeah but, I mean Wait, is that? Oh my gosh! Mm-hmm. Light bulb. Is the twenty-four hour day just solely based off of men and their twenty-four hour cycle? Yes. The work. The corporate, time needs to change. Everybody, we're going to women's cycle. And like corporate jobs, all that stuff of working twenty-four, like working a whole day, and the way that it works, like that's all because that's how men operate. But we we can't operate the same way. So I really like am gonna give some tips on like how to do things differently if you have the opportunity and if this is possible I urge you to like take this on and really start doing some research around it I was blown away and now I've really this month I did a really good job of like really syncing with my cycle doing work at certain certain phases and everything and really like listening to my body when I need to sleep and rest and whatnot and (laughs) I had a really good month this month from my last period being as fucking chaotic as it was to this month where like I'm coming up on my period and I'm like not feeling as chaotic and like I feel really like oh yeah like you're so in tune okay so you you found success in this yeah and granted it's only a month and like it's hard to be sustainable with it I'm not gonna say that this is gonna be easy trying to cycle sync and to stay on top of these things it's gonna be something that like you have to work at and like you have to try to apply it in the best ways that you can to the life that you're living now. Because sometimes, like, you can't just now all of a sudden you know this information and up and change your whole life for, yeah. like, it doesn't work like that. So you got to do it slow, which is, like, what I'm experimenting with. I'm changing small aspects. I'm not changing, like, really big things. It's, like, so let's just get into the, the thick of it. Oh, okay. And I'll tell you what let's the... Dive in. <laughs> I'll tell you what the, the four phases are. So there's the follicular, there's ovulatory, there's luteal, and then there's uh, menstrual. So, obviously, we all know what menstrual is. That's yep. not one we really have to, like, explain too much. Um, but in phase one, your follicular phase, that comes right after your period. Um, it's technically considered the first phase. Okay. Um, so, that one's usually seven to ten days. Everyone's different. Um, and kind of the best way to go about figuring out how your cycle is is just to, when you get your period, and then also to check when you're ovulating. And that'll help you be really 
clear as to which cycles are where and how long things are lasting because these things fluctuate for everyone like some people have a a 20 day cycle some people have 28 days some people have 33 days like everyone has a different timeline for their whole phase so that's why some of these are like seven to ten like this one is okay this is the prepare phase this is where your body is preparing for egg fertilization preparing for battle (laughs) yeah so um in this phase you'll see a huge boost in your concentration um so things to do while like your concentration is at its highest its peak um is to go ahead and be super creative like take that boost and start thinking about ideas and things like that that you really want to do start a new project um brainstorming with coworkers if you are in a corporate setting or if you are your own ceo like take this time to really brainstorm new ideas that you may want to accomplish they don't have to be done right now um they just for something later um problem solve seek out new clients research new ideas make plans for the month ahead make decisions and like really dream big during this like first seven to ten days oh okay so it really is like preparing for war you're kind of just like you're you're all your creativity your juices are flowing so like get that shit on paper Mm -hmm. yeah um and some things to like take into consideration is a lot of your hormones has to do with a lot of the way you eat too right Mm -hmm. um there's a lot of new research coming out about how important your microbiome is and i'm like the research is astonishing so basically like the saying what you eat is like what you are so whatever you put in your stomach is what comes out in your body right i think we both as lactose intolerant people can (laughs) definitely agree with that yeah your stomach is your gut health is really important very important Um, so this is just kind of like an overview of like how to eat throughout the day. And obviously this applies really loosely there. I'm not giving any recipes or anything like that, but they say for breakfast, you should eat a lot of proteins, fats, and fruits. Um, for lunch, it should be a lot of protein and grain and dinner should be protein and veggies. Um, so pretty like all around diet throughout the whole day during this phase. They gave some advice about sex, like relationships and sex. Okay. Um, which I thought was really interesting because it's like, okay, (laughs) I have this thing that happens every month. Of course it's going to affect my relationship. For sure, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, it definitely contributes to um, sex and relationships. I mean, your hormones are running rampant <laughs> for 28 days. Yeah. So this is, like, the phase that they consider, like, during sex and your relationship as, like, the novelty phase. So, like, you want to do things like take a trip together, um, go to museums, take, like, day trips together. Um, and this is where also like when you take it into the bedroom, you want to try new, new positions. You want to really focus on foreplay and you really want to use lube during this time if you, you can, cause you'll be drier than you normally are. Oh yeah. That's yeah. good to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's where like, so, so for me, like personally, I know like right before my period, I th- like, I can't get wet. Like it's just impossible. And it's like. I always just thought there was something. I was like, my period's coming. That's that's the only thing. But I didn't understand that, like, there's a whole science behind it. Like, yeah. So, sure. so um, and the other thing that, like, during your relationship, during this time you really want to do is, like, get outside and get physical, like, together, like, with your spouse, um, which I thought was interesting because you're having that huge boost in com- concentration. So I thought you might want to, like, be alone so you can work on that concentration. But you're also, like, with that boost in 
concentration. You're also having a boost for confidence. So you want to like get out and do things and show off and be, you know, like you're, you're extroverted that way. Yeah, exactly. You want to do all the things. Mm-hmm. And that's leading up to ovulation. And during, so, like, ovulation is your second phase. It's the okay. ovulatory phase. I've butchered the shit out of that. Just ovulatory? Now. Ovulatory. There we go. <laughs> um, and this phase is only, like, three to four days. Oh, so short yeah. compared to the seven to ten. Right. Okay. And this, is, this is, like, your baby-making phase. Oh. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Not ready. <laughs> Thank you. But it's good to know that, like, you're ovulating because then you don't want to have as much sex. Yeah, a lot of people think that ovulation, like, they should be watching it when they're trying to get pregnant, but you should really also be trying to watch that when you're not trying to get pregnant. Because it is a huge factor, and you're more likely to get pregnant during that time. Absolutely. Um, And it says, like, three to four days, but I've tested mine, and I go for about five days. Hmm. Yeah, so I bought an ovulation test at CVS, and you can just track how long your days are and it'll it'll tell you oh yeah you're really high and that's based on the estrogen and like all of that in your body yeah and if you don't know you can always use one of those apps i mean Mm -hmm. i think they have so many so i'm not even gonna name one particular one but just a menstruating uh app that you can track um because it will i knew the one that i had like way back actually told me when i was ovulating Mm -hmm. i didn't have to track anything (laughs) it just told me when i so i just checked mine because they were saying like, they put it, the app that I use, they say about seven days. And I was like, that seems really long. And I was like, especially because this is saying three to four. So, like, this may be throwing off my cycle a little bit. So, yeah. let me, like, I actually went out, got the test, tried it out. And I was like, okay, so I am about six days. So, they're not that far off. And obviously, they tell you, like, in my app, like, high chances of getting pregnant. <laughs> yeah. um, but they also give you, like, hey, by the way, during this phase, you also might be, like, more tender. Like, your breasts might be more tender. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I always notice, like, I'm, like, almost engorged during ovulating because my pe- my breasts are so sensitive. So is this right before your period? No. this is So this, this phase is, like, usually a week or so before. So there's ovulation and then there's the luteal phase, which is about a week. And then there's... Your, your menstruating period. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's, like, almost two weeks before your period. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, like, some other things in this phase is your communication skills will really improve. Um, and that's because there's such a drastic increase in the amount of estrogen that your body's producing. So, I feel, like, more emotional and want to talk about my feelings. So, um, yes. And that kind of plays into the relationship part. Like, Mm -hmm. you want to be discussing your relationship goals, and you want to really be discussing any sexual fantasies you might have in the bedroom, anything like that. You want to, like, open doors of communication, especially with your partner. I was like, that makes a lot of sense. When I'm, like, ovulating, I'm a mile a minute. My partner will look at me and be like, babe, can can you just put some TV on? And I'm like, why? He's like, you are going a mile a minute. Can you just distract your brain with something? I need a minute. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Sorry, babe. Because <laughs> I just I just don't shut up at all. Um, so communication will be really high, I promise. This is also like if you are a CEO or you're someone who can cycle sync, this is a really good time for you to batch content. Like do all of your recordings. Uh, if you are someone who's like a motivational speaker or a, com- a comedian or anything like that, this is your time to like really get on stage. Make sure you're like on stage a lot. You're you're really in front of people. You you're ready to basically like 
be showy during this time. And I mean, if you think about the science behind it, like you want to be shy, like showy when you're the most available to get pregnant. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I'm the peacock showing off my feathers in week two. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Like I could see that. But some other things that you can do during this phase, other than like batching content and recording, you know, you know, whether that's video or, or podcasting, um, is have an important conversation such as a raise, job change, and interviews. Um, write blogs and craft marketing, copy, post on social media, attend networking events, negotiate deals, give talks and keynotes, go to happy hour with clients and colleagues. So like really get out there and really like be in your community almost. Okay. Yeah. So you're like really extroverted week, you know, phase one and then phase two, you're like goal attaining. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some foods to eat during this time, like, so you can really, you know, get the most optimal that you can out of your period is green smoothies for breakfast so a lot of green just pretty much like this phase is where you want to eat greens 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 um got it like lunch is like protein more greens and dinner should be veggie veggies and a small amount of protein so your body really needs all of the those greens and all those vitamins because brain food exactly it's brain food and you're going 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 so like you need the the actual sustainable energy okay so give me phase three. I was going to say, I'm, phase three is the luteal phase. So this one can be actually, I thought it was a week. This one can be 10 to 14 days. Wow. Yeah. Damn. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This one better be a good one then. <laughs> so this is where, like, this is like what your body considers like the work phase. It's like now flushing out the egg, like reabsorbing all of those nutrients and getting ready to like put you into menstruation pretty much. So your body's preparing pretty much for rest. For this entire so it's like time, breaking down the lining and everything. Yep, got it. Yeah, um, what does this entail? <laughs> I know, um, but this phase is a really great time to like wrap up any loose ends you have going on. So like you know those big meetings, all those big events you just did, all that big talking. You really want to start wrapping up all of that and like s- like tying down any negotiations, ending them, like really taking time so that way this leads you into your menstruating phase where you can rest. Like your menstruating phase is really important for rest. Hibernation. Yeah, basically. Um, so some things you can do uh, during this is you want to do a lot of self-care. It's Check. really important. <laughs> yeah. Handle administrative tasks. Organize your desk, office, paperwork, computer files. Devote time to deep work. I'd love to do an episode on that eventually, like what deep work actually entails and all that. Review documents, contracts, and final financial reports. File expense account reports. Order supplies. Wrap up projects. And help your team meet some deadlines. Okay. So self-care and maintenance. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> right. Um, and then some foods to eat during this time is like high fats and fibers for breakfast, lunch, they say pretty balanced. So like make sure it's like fruits, veggies, proteins, grains, like a little bit of everything. Um, and dinner, proteins, fats, and grains. Um, you need the, the fats for like the sustainable energy over time and the same with the proteins. Some things you can do when it comes to your relationship and sex during this phase is do domestic projects together with your partner. So like... Can I get some examples? Um... What is domestic? uh, So, like, things around your house. Like, do things around the house together. Like, you know, little projects that you wanted to get done, you know, do them together. Like, don't just make it like a you do task, he does task, or you do, they do. Like, always make sure it's you and your partner are doing a task together. Evaluate your relationship. Uh, I mean, this is a a good example, actually, right here, is cook together and stay in for date nights. Oh, okay. So, it's, like, a little bit more, like, intimate bonding. Like, you're developing a deeper connection with your partner. Yeah. Ask what you can do to make the relationship better. Enjoy quickies in the first half of this phase. (laughs) 
And for the second half, they say enjoy more foreplay. And you need that foreplay because you are starting to actually dry up more. Um, also, did you know that at different points of your phases, you'll also, like, we have liquid that comes out. I don't even know what Discharge. to call it. Thank you. That's the word I wanted. And each phase is different. So, like, you're supposed to be stickier during a different part of the month. You're supposed to be a little bit more wet during another part of the month. And, like, it's supposed to change. Like, it's supposed to be creamy, yes, sticky. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and that's normal. <laughs> like, that's very normal. Now, like, now that you've wrapped up this phase, you're heading into to menstrual. Bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> and this phase is, what they say, about three to seven days. Before birth control for myself, I was, like, a 10-day bleeder. <laughs> so. Damn. Yeah. And that's okay. So that's why these are approximations for how long these days are. So mm-hmm. that's why I said it's, like, important to really track your cycle and then also track where you ovulate. Um, cause that'll help you get kind of like a baseline of like, oh, okay. So I'm about this and that's going to change every month. And like I said, a lot of that can be due to stress, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the best phase to rest. <laughs> Very much. I get so sleepy during the week of my period and yeah. I don't even get my period <laughs> cause I'm on birth control and that shit still sucks. I'm sleeping, like, 8 to 12 hours a day. Yeah, and I'm, I'm taking naps in the middle of the day. Like, I'm lucky. Like, I'm a nanny, so my my kids take a nap, and I get to nap when they nap. Um, yeah, I'm so sluggish. Like, yeah. I can even see in my workflow. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. we're doing a little less this week. We're still there, but, like, we're taking it slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they say that, actually, like, during ovulation, you can be really confused which makes a lot the of brain fog. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yes. It makes so much sense. Now I understand why last week during our meeting, I kept looking at you. What? Wait, I don't understand. Can you re-explain that? And then I was doing this research and reading more and I was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. And then I looked at my calendar and I was like, you're in your menstrual phase. I was, I was, I was in my ovulation phase and it was making me confused during menstruating and ovulation. You get confused. And you have, like you said, the mental brain fog. And I was ovulating. And I was so confused with a lot of the things you were saying last week in our meeting. And I was like, I don't know. What did you, wait, can you say that again? <laughs> I like, definitely have it during <laughs> phase four. I am like, wait, can you repeat that? I didn't hear it. I wasn't paying attention. Wait, hold on, wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, my attention span is just not there. Like, I can see that you're talking. And then it just goes whoop, right over my mm-hmm. head. And I'm just like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> yeah, so that's why it's really good to rest during this phase and get a lot of lot of rest. And this also affects like your exercise. Like because you're so sleepy and you need all that rest, you shouldn't be exercising the same way you exercise the rest of the month. Like you should be doing more things like restorative yoga, um more meditation, more just like, you know, get a massage, those sort of things, like relax your body and let it rest cuz like you physically don't have the capacity to, like, have that much output. That's interesting because I know, like, when I was growing up and learning a lot of this knowledge, they always said, like, exercise during your period, especially for cramping. Mm -hmm. They said, like, exercise, go take a walk. You know, you might be a little bit more sluggish, but, like, exercise is good during this time. So you're saying it's really, like... They say to rest and and do do slower exercises. Like, walking is fine, but, like, don't do things like don't have a cardio day. No hit. Yeah, like, don't don't go get on the bike, like, those sort of things. Like, be much slower with your exercise. That's why they, okay. they suggest, like, yoga. Because yoga can do 
give you the same endorphins as like doing like uh, a we love a, some a, yoga yeah. yoga pilates that's where i'm at but right. like i think even if you're exercising maybe like five days a week you cut it down to like two or three yeah just give yourself and your body that that idea or the not even the idea but the time to just rest got it makes um, sense yeah and like something else uh to do during this phase is to do a lot of self-reflection Um, Your brain, this was a cool fact that I learned, your brain is better connected during menstruating than any other time of the month. Like, your two hemispheres connect better when you're menstruating. Really? Yeah, so, like, your left and your right brain communicate better because of some neural pathways and some other stuff. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. But they say don't take action. Like, this is the time, if you're doing anything, to do a bunch of brainstorming. Don't take any action on these plans until, like, you're in your ovulation phase. Because that's when you have, like, all that energy to do all of that stuff. So is it – it's a little bit different than week one. Like, I I call it preparing for war. Mm -hmm. But, like, four, you're kind of just trying to get all those, like, deep inner work done. As well as, like, getting the, like, bullet points on how to maybe start that stuff. Yep. Yep, pretty much. Um, So, like, a bunch of things you can do during this phase is evaluate your past month. Um, review your monthly planner and track patterns and see, like, okay, what what was working, what wasn't working. Ask yourself if you like the projects you're even working on. (laughs) Um, Ask yourself if your career is heading in the right direction and reassess your career goals if necessary. Um, Analyze project data and reports. Listen to your gut instincts a lot more during this time. Take frequent breaks because you need all that rest. Um, Mm -hmm. Take a personal day if possible. I know it's not always possible for, you know, we get at minimum 12 of these a year. You know, I know we don't all have a lot of time off. No, but can we please normalize mental health days? Like, people need them, and I think that companies should start offering more of that. Absolutely. I agree. I think it's definitely becoming more of a norm as our generation steps into those CEO ro- roles and those those top roles. You're seeing a lot of that change, and and especially with us stepping into HR, I think everyone's advocating for mental health and really pushing to be like... If you need a break, like, go take a break. Like, yeah, I'm loving the direction that our generation is taking it. Like, mm-hmm. I've just been seeing a lot of improvement in society, and it's, like, great to see. So I'm eager to see what comes next. Absolutely. But mental health day should be a part of it. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, we, I, I totally understand that we don't all get 12 days off a year to be able to take one day to just have a mental health day or to have a day where you rest. No, but I think... Not all 12 days, you know, not every time you're in phase four do I think it's, like, that overwhelming, but that one time that you just, like, can't manage it or that you just think that you need the rest, you should be able to take a mental health day without having to stress about the rest of your life and you're going on about, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, <laughs> they even say here, include a nap. <laughs> We're getting here some and siestas there. in here. Yeah, they include a nap here or there during your cycle. Um, like I said, I know my cycle's normally four days long. I get a really light period because I have an IUD, but all four days I'm napping for like two hours in the middle of the day while the baby naps because I need it. I, I, if I don't nap, I'm really grouchy and I'm really sluggish the rest of the day. And then I go home and I go to bed at like 630. I'm like in bed and I can't manage. Yeah. I mean, I just finished my fourth week. Like I said, I don't get my period because my birth control, but I know when I ha- I'm supposed to have it because 
You just sleep a lot. I don't want to get up in the morning. I, like, get through, like, I already set three alarms. So, like, I need the extra couple alarms, and that's when I'm waking up, and I still don't want to get up. And then my ass is falling asleep on the couch at, like, 7, 8 o'clock, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, nope, I need the rest. Yep, yep. And that's And that's another thing that I say to really focus on is, like, do a lot of reading during this time. Like, try to step away from people. Like, this isn't, like, a time for you to really be out and about. Like, don't do big events and parties and stuff like that. Because, one, you need the rest. But, two, like, you're mentally just not... You're not up for those sort of conversations. Introvert phase four, extrovert phase one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, a lot, some foods to eat, which I found this really helpful. These foods to eat sections I found really helpful, like, this past week. Um, I was in my ovulation slash luteal phase my phase two and phase three and I started like really kind of paying attention to like okay let me try to let me try to eat this in the morning for breakfast and see like how that goes and I didn't do the green smoothies but I just ate a lot of vegetables like tons of vegetables I made myself uh, a little veggie salad and it was just spinach three different kinds of peppers uh chickpeas so chickpeas are really high in protein um I don't even know, cucumber, squash, zucchini. Like, I just threw a boatload of red onions, a bunch of veggies together with a balsamic on it and just, like, ate that for almost three days straight because it was just, one, it was delicious. But, two, like, I actually was feeling good eating it. And I think, one, two, it's also good food, right? Like, it's it's pretty fresh. Um, But I think it just boosted my mood for a lot of the day, too. It helped even out those ups and downs with my hormones. I mean, your body's working hard throughout this entire cycle, so you're just giving it the brain food that it needs. Mm-hmm. So, um, so for your fourth cycle, they say breakfast should be, like, proteins, grains, and a fruit. Um, your lunch should be protein, grains, and veggies. Dinner, protein, and veggies. So this is kind of really similar to that first phase, your follicular. So, like, So not- it was phase two, I believe, that you really want to eat those, like, greens and stuff. But everything else is a little bit more, like, balanced. Yeah, yep. Some things to do when it comes to, like, your relationship and sex um, is a lot of what we already talked about, like, taking that rest and making sure that you're you're being able to take a step back and relax. You be bottom this week. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, indulge in self-care. Read a good book. Watch your favorite movie. Ask for a foot massage from your partner. Spend quality time with yourself. In this phase, always use lube. Always. <laughs> I feel like that's just like, I mean, maybe it's just a go-to for me, but I feel like because you're, if you're a tampon user, especially, like, you're drying off all of that stuff that's in there. So there's, like, just not as much being produced because it's already being absorbed. Mm -hmm. So lube is super important, especially if you're maybe lacking foreplay. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to say for, like, the relationship and sex part, if you're single, do a lot of these things with your friends. Especially the, like, going out and about stuff. Not so much, like, the sex stuff, but... (laughs) not so much the sex things but the more relationship stuff so like the staying in and watching a movie or cooking dinner together like invite a friend or two over to like do that with your friends um you know it doesn't always have to be a partner yeah you're just just forming connections and and doing things that you want to do regardless of if that's your partner or your friends or your family right exactly um, I thought you were talking about doing sex with I know, friends. I, I was wasn't. like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> no, no, I just, I really wanted to make sure that, like, you don't have to have a partner to do all these things that are calling for a partner. You can just, you know, invite a few friends over to just 
enjoy, be a part of the community, have that community, that open, high communication and, and kind of get feedback too. Um, I mean, I know you and I are always asking like, Hey, so I'm thinking about doing this. Like, what do you think? Like, what's your advice? I know you and I do that a lot, but this is like, if you sync it with your cycle, you'll find that it's probably more productive than if you're doing it out of sync. Yeah. And I think even if you are single and you don't want to do it with family and friends, you can also just do it alone. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's too high of, um, a goal to just go out and just you know you can be in your community and be by yourself absolutely you stay home and I enjoy staying home <laughs> uh, you know I do like to rest and I usually stay behind I don't go out with friends that week and I just like hang out and like that's totally okay yeah. whatever you do is good for you yeah absolutely so do you have any questions for me because that, that rounds do. out for phase four okay I have Lay them two on me. at the very least okay so I get the phases I like them. I think I could work with that. My question is, I'm a birth control user, and I do skip my period. So I I don't think I missed phase four, I guess. But I am skipping the week's worth of birth control where I would get my period. Does that affect me? Because I would be on a three-week schedule instead of a four. I think your, your, your hormones just might be in shorter cycles. So they won't be as long makes sense because birth control typically does regulate because you're getting that like doctorate amount yeah, of, of hormones. hormone exactly there's definitely ways to sync around your cycle regardless of being on birth control or not um and you just have to look up kind of the hormones that are in whatever birth control you're using so you know like okay well i know that i'm getting you know x y and z type of hormones like now how does that fluctuate with this this type of hormone um that's currently going on in my body and I think just being really aware and really self-reflective if you're trying to learn to do this is really important you can't go without being super reflective I can see that yeah agree with that um my second question was as someone's partner you know while you're doing all of this what can they do supportive Really, so just be supportive. Like, and you know, when it comes to things like if you want to be helpful, something that like I found helpful was just having my spouse help me eat right this week. Like, hey, what'd you eat? Like, not in an awful way, just being like, hey, did you get your greens in today? Like, he'd just ask questions of that sort. Like, hey, did you eat a lot of protein today? Like, I just asked him, I was like, hey, so like this week I need to do X, Y, and Z. Like, kind of almost like what we kind of talked about on. I feel like we've talked about it a lot. Just making sure that you kind of like delegate tasks. So like something to be in your own cycle is like, you know, if your spouse is the one that's cooking, like be like, hey, could you cook a little bit more of this this week? Could you cook this? Could you cook that? Or, hey, I like I know that you're doing this or especially during I feel like your rest and recharge like phase phase four. You should really be like, hey, can you do the grocery shopping this week? Hey, can you clean the house this week? Because like you just don't have it in you. So I think leaning on your spouse and just being really open and having a discussion about these things is really important. Yeah, I think I could agree. You know, your partner is there to be supportive, and you guys should be working as a team. So I think it would be great if, like, picking up cooking or just knowing that, you know, phase two of my cycle, I'm going to need some extra green power yeah. and be cooking me some broccoli. Like, right. sounds like a good plan. Yeah. Um, what do you think about, I see all over TikTok, the little care packages that a lot of partners get for their girl when they're menstruating? I think that's great. 
but they're not quite informed enough because unfortunately sugar plays a huge role in our hormones and as females um this was a statistic and i don't know how true it is i didn't didn't get a chance to do a lot of research um about this specifically but they say that sugar will affect your hormones and that women should only be having 26 grams of sugar a day and you can open up a can of anything or any packaging that's in your cabinet and i'm sure almost all of it at least has one gram of sugar that's interesting though because we do crave like i know you always say you crave chocolate and i crave something something, it's usually chocolate and and, um salty for me like chips and chocolate are like my go-to's so we're trying to avoid that, even though we are craving it. So what they say is just don't don't eat, like, processed sugar. Like, you should get your sugars like from, like, fruits. Exactly. Like, fruits. Try to get it from your vegetables and things like that. And try to just eat a more balanced meal than, like, really diving into those cravings. Don't eat the, whole, the two pints of Ben & Jerry's in your freezer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it was crazy. Like, I didn't do, I, I don't know if the 26 grams is actually true. And I would like to do more research around that to see, like, oh, my goodness. Like, am I only supposed to be having that much sugar? I like that's, like, a can of Pepsi or something like that. Yeah. Is <laughs> that? Exactly. So, like, so then, it, but it makes me think, okay, I am having all the sugar. Like, is that part of the reason why some months my PMS is awful and I can't barely get off the couch and are... Is that why, like, the months that I'm eating right and I'm eating healthy and I'm taking care of myself, those months aren't as bad because I'm not having all that influx of sugar? Like, it makes me question, you know? Like, those are things that as I track my cycle, I'm, like, I take notes. I make sure that, like, I've been pretty diligent this month about, like, what I'm eating. You can, like, track what you're eating, too, in the app, and I, I freaking love it. I just write little notes, like, oh, lunch was, like, I'll, you know, a lot of protein or, oh, I had a burger or, like, whatever. So I know roughly, like okay, that burger has whatever, and I can hmm. see. And, of course, it's all experimental, right? Yeah, I mean, you're testing it. It's a hypothesis you're trying to confirm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in the same respect, energy drinks. Awful. Energy drinks are already awful. Are already awful, but at, if you're a female, they're so much worse because you're getting a huge dose of sugar, you're getting a huge dose of caffeine, which caffeine is really bad for you, especially if you're on your period. It'll make your cramps worse. It'll make your PMS, whatever that is, worse. And I totally recognize that most of our generation loves caffeine. Yeah. Not coffee, but just caffeine. We like our coffee. We like it in our, our sodas. We like it in energy drinks. Um, but try, like, other alternatives, like teas and herbal drinks and things like that that mm. have the caffeine but on a much smaller dose. Don't be getting the, you know, Trenta coffee at Starbucks with, you know, six shots of espresso in it. Um, Some people don't know Trenta exists. I know. <laughs> My spouse didn't know Trenta exist, existed either. And then I was like, you know, there's a bigger size. There's a bigger size? That thing's huge. There's, there's bigger? Yeah, I'm not like, getting yeah. the Trenta with the dragon fruit Yes. But it does go tall, grande, venti, and then Trenta. Mm-hmm you know, during certain phases, you you can really back off on that stuff too because I know you're going to feel more sluggish and you're going to want that extra dose of caffeine, but it's not going to do you any good. It's only going to do you harm in, in the reality of well, it. Well, that was my thought. That's why I kind of posed the question because I know when people are, like, I know when I'm freaking hella sluggish and, like, dragging ass, I, like, all I want is a coffee or, like, some soda because mm-hmm. I'm, like, 
I'm so bad. I'm cutting it <laughs> down, but it's still there. But, like, that's my main point. I'm like, oh, I need that. And even, I think, Midol and, like, other yeah. um, menstrual relief um, medications do have caffeine in them. Yeah. So is do. that hurting or helping? It's hard to say because also a lot of that is for the headache. The caffeine is supposed to be for the headaches that you get because you do get usually, I know for myself at least, I shouldn't say usually, I should just say for myself, you do get a headache when you're, I know for me, ovulating and when I'm menstruating this month, I like had gotten headaches and I was like, damn, I'm like, I really, and then I'm like, do I really want to take that with caffeine or do I just want to do something else? Yeah, that I was just curious because like I try not to take anything unless I really need to. But on those you know extra hard months where I'm like menstruating and I got the cramps, the sluggishness, the headache, everything might all really help. I'm like, woo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel great. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> there was actually a guy on TikTok that was like, oh yeah, so and so. Like I was at work, we didn't have any ibuprofen, but the girl behind the desk was like, oh here, I have some might all. She's like, he goes, I gave me some Midol. I've been battling a migraine for three fucking days. I'm out here running around like a fucking crazy man. Like, what are you guys taking? What is in this stuff? And it's, I think basically Midol is caffeine and acetaminophen. And I think one other thing. I don't know, but it is gold. And that's yeah. why I, like, try not to take as much when I'm there. Yeah. Unless I'm, like, really hurting and out. Because it's like, I could take that all week long, but it's probably not the greatest yeah. for me to continue taking for, like, you know, five to seven days, like my period. Yep. So, like, you know, do things like use a heating pad, take long hot showers, take baths. Like, those things help relieve a lot of, like, menstrual cramps as well. And like I said, stress can play, like, a really big role in a lot of this stuff, too. So make sure that, like, your self-care, regardless of where you are in your cycle, you you have some sort of self-care routine. Yeah, you're trying to eliminate the stress. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, whether that's just making sure that, like, you get your face washed or you meditate for five minutes. Whatever your stress relief may be, um... Just make sure you're you're actually taking care of yourself because that will help a lot with your hormones as well. It makes it more manageable. Yeah, absolutely. And I just have to give a shout out because I have been trying a new self-care app. Um, I use Finch and it's a little self-care pet because <laughs> I just, I love cute things. Um, but like, that, they just it's like little check-ins with yourself. You can do reflections, goals. You can talk about anything. You can journal. So like, that's a good one. Or you can like, like me, I cozy game, so I've been playing Animal Restaurant. It's literally, there's, like, no goal to it, really. You're just... Playing. Yep. Just to have fun. And mm-hmm. it's stress-free. So whatever your self-care is, just take care of yourself, especially in, I'd say, phase four. For sure. For sure. Um, but what do we... So can we the phases here? It's got... I've got phase one, extrovert preparing for battle. <laughs> <laughs> phase two... Is ovulation. Is ovulation. So that's like your high confidence, like your get out and go, your extroverted. Oh, uh, the goal attaining. Yeah. Phase three is luteal, mm-hmm. which is... Tying up loose ends, preparing to... Self-care and maintenance. Yeah, that's right. I'm trying to remember what I actually said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, you did. You said self-care and maintenance. And then your your last phase is just your menstrual phase. And that's rest, 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 rest. Okay, let me get... Let me, Prepare for battle. Prepare for battle. I love that. I'm never going to think about my period the same way now. Like, my whole cycle is just to be like, preparing for battle. Like, I'm going to be stoked about it now. (laughs) All right. 
So I just wrap it up in a nice little bow. Phase one, extrovert, prepare for battle. Phase two, goal attaining <laughs> during ovulation. Phase three, luteal, self-care and maintenance. And phase four, pure hibernation, living <laughs> through your menstrual cycle. Yep. I'm loving it. I love the information. Do you want to give a shout out to the author? Uh, yeah. So a lot of like where I got this information is from um, Alyssa Vitti. She wrote the book In the Flow. Um, and that book ta- goes so much more in depth than I could ever cover in an hour. Um, but she, wonderful author, author, very informative and very, the way the book is, is very structured out. So you can really understand, um, each phase and, and how to work with each phase. Um, and then TikTok was where I really got started, uh, really looking into this information and seeing all of these things that were like talking about your cycle and all of that. And then I came across my Instagram at some point from a, from a girl talking about cycle syncing and how important and how great she was feeling. And I was like, all right, clearly this is trying to, like, the universe is trying to tell me something here. Like, I might as well do it. <laughs> Better Google's listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check out In the Flow by Alyssa Vitti. Um, and honestly, you could probably just Google cycle syncing or type it into your search bar on any app. And I bet you'll find someone that talks about it. Um, if you're interested, so. I appreciate the knowledge. This was all you this week, and I'm living for it. I might actually start implementing some of this stuff. I can't say I'll do all of it, just because yeah. I need to, you know, gain new habits first, but I'm going to try it out and see where it takes me. Yeah, like I told you, I just started with one thing, and I was just making sure that I was eating right, and I was like, I think the rest will come if I just, like, focus on putting the right food and fuel into my body for my hormones. That was my first thought. I yeah. was like, I could probably fix my eating habits a little bit more. Yeah, and take it small, like, if this information was a lot which it was totally take uh take and only focus on one week if that's all you can manage oh i'm in i'm in ovulation okay i should be in my community and and just try to figure out greens yeah eating them greens um so yeah i think if you want to take it one thing at a time and slowly implement that to just make it feel like it's manageable Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're trying to get in tune with your body and mm-hmm. work with it and not against it. Absolutely. And that's the whole point of cycle syncing. I'm loving it. Do you have any closing thoughts? No. Do you? Do you have any last questions? No, I think you answered most of my questions. I think I got some great answers here. All right. I think we're going to close it out. Follow, rate, like, and subscribe. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at tabletalks.podcast. I'd like to thank you again, Jocelyn, for bringing an awesome topic. And go live your best life. Have a great day, lovelies.